Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now your host, James Swanson. All right, welcome back into Pad the Stats, a special Senior Bowl recap edition. We uh, previewed the Senior Bowl on Friday. Actually, I think we released it. Well, it was late Friday night. Saturday morning is when you probably listened to it. Um, we talked about a number of guys that we were looking forward to see. Some of those guys we did get to see. Some of them, they didn't show up. They didn't record a stat or they didn't play. So we'll talk about that first, and then we'll talk about some of the guys, Pat, that really stood out to us. So a few of the guys that uh, you know we really were looking forward to see in this game. Um, Nico Collins didn't record a catch, so that was a real bummer. Uh, we saw him on the field a little bit, Pat, but we're not sure. He might have been. He might have gotten injured at some point. Uh, in that game because it seemed like at some point he disappeared I I don't know it I didn't see him on the field much after a few plays in the first half yeah it seemed like um like like you said he just kind of disappeared uh no real I haven't seen any information on what happened to him you know he just I, I definitely saw him out there in the first few drives but uh he just didn't seem to get any playing time after you know after the first quarter even and uh, so I don't know if he got injured or what happened to him. If the coaches were displeased with something he did, I I really don't know. Um, but uh, I was a little sad that we didn't get a chance to take a look at him because I was excited to watch him. Yeah, especially since we had named him as uh, the guy, the real guy to watch, the guy who you should go out and get on your fantasy team, who could be, um, you know, that guy to really uh, target in in say the middle rounds, third, fourth round, something like that in your rookie drafts. Still believe that's the case. Just a little bum that we didn't get to see him. Dwayne Eskridge also did not play in this game. Uh, Tylen Wallace did not play. Kadarius Tony did not play. Uh, Pat, I do you know more? Were they banged up? Were they just not available? Did they tweak something in practice during the week? Do you know? I think they they had injured themselves during the la- like uh, the. Wednesday practice I know a lot of those guys didn't actually practice on Friday and it seems like most of them just kind of said you know what I think I put enough down or you know I'd feel comfortable where I'm at I don't need to try to go out there and improve anything during the senior bowl or you know I don't need to risk it because I feel good about my tape Uh, Mac Jones did the same thing unfortunately because we really didn't get very good QB play during the any really any point in the game um so he kind of sat out too. So a couple guys just kind of made uh, business decisions on that end. Yeah, and then the last real bummer of this game was the fact that the running backs didn't shine. We'll talk about Michael Carter in the in a second here. He was the, one of the guys who did, but for the most part, we didn't really get to see a lot of uh, output from the running backs. Um, but this is one of those games where these teams don't practice. You know, a lot of these guys aren't familiar with each other, and the running game is one of those things that's hard to really mesh. You need a little bit of uh, continuity. And with only a few days of practice, it's it's hard to expect a whole lot out of the run game. I was not impressed with many of the running backs in this game. Um, but, Pat, Michael Carter had a nice day. Let's talk about him for a second. So he ended up, uh, let's see, I have his stats here. Eight carries, 60 yards, two catches, 15 yards. Um, a little bit about him, you know, he's a guy at North Carolina who averaged eight yards a carry. So he was, that running offense at North Carolina, just a ton of success in 2020. Um, and between him and Javante Williams. But I thought he showed good burst, uh, good vision, both catching the football and running. Uh, his first long run of the game, he had a 
like I think it was like a 22 or a 27 yard run that he ripped off early, where he broke a tackle at the line of scrimmage and then scooted scooted through the secondary for a nice gain. He did that a few times, broke some tackles, uh, powered in on a run that I thought was going to be blown dead at like the three yard line, and then they just kept pushing him into the end zone. But overall, Pat, really nice day for Michael Carter and. In my opinion, this is a guy, while he's probably going to be a second, maybe a second day draft pick um, in the NFL draft, I would think maybe even a third day, I'm not sure, but uh, I think he's a guy that you should take a long look at because we've talked about Tariq Cohen, we've talked Duke Johnson, we've talked Naeem Hines. I think he could be somewhere in that mold. Yeah, I, I honestly kind of think of him as a, uh, a Naheem Hines and like what you saw this year out of Naheem Hines, a guy that can, you know, fill in and, and you know, you're probably not going to give him the bulk of the carries, but a fast, a very fast player who um, can run between tackles. It's not a strong point, but I still think he can do it. Uh, I think he'll be best served, like I said, in a, in a kind of a supplementary or complementary role or in a 50-50 role, but uh, he's very good. I like his talent a lot. Um and uh, I, I, I do think he'll probably go day two, uh, you know, probably late second, early, or maybe like late second, third round. Um, so, uh, you know, I was really impressed with what I saw and kind of solidified himself in my, you know, second tier. Is there any chance that Michael Carter gets drafted ahead of Javante Williams at the NFL draft? I'd be a little surprised, but um, I, I think it could happen. Yeah, I would be surprised too. Um, we've talked, Javante's really shooting up the boards, but both those guys out of North Carolina, like I said, that that run game in 2020 for them uh, was a really bright, uh, big bright spot. Um, the other guy that really stood out in this game was Des Fitzpatrick, the wide receiver out of Louisville, who when we talked earlier in the week during uh, the pregame or the, the uh, preview show, we weren't, he wasn't somebody that we were super excited about after watching him in one-on-ones. Granted, it's a small sample, but he came out, Pat, and they included him in the game plan heavily. Any quarterback that was in the game seemed to be looking his way a ton. He ended up putting in a nice day, six catches for 90 yards. Yeah, he looked good. Um, you know, I, I know I've read some people that, that have really been his supporters over the years. He looked very, he looked talented in the game. Um, he had a couple drops, but, you know, he did get targeted a lot. Now that receiver or that receiving core on... I can't quite remember which side he was on, but I remember that, you know, like, uh, Tom, like, um, not Tamari and Terry, uh, Tylen Wallace, Kadarius, Tony, they both were out Sage Surratt, you know, a lot of guys on that, on his squad were out. So it gave all that, that entire wide receiver crew a chance to step up. And he really was the only one that did. So, um, it didn't seem like they really wanted the quarterbacks really wanted to throw at anybody else, but him. And, uh, he really benefited from it. Yeah, I didn't see the target number, but I have to imagine it was 10 or 11 targets at least. He had six catches. I think you're right. He had two, maybe three drops, which, uh, you know, a little bit of a tough day here and there. But most, you know, all in all, uh, Des Fitzpatrick had a nice day and actually could have been a bigger day. Um, They had him on a like a double move and out and up. I think it was late in the game, the fourth quarter or uh, maybe. And uh, he was wide open on a uh, on a whole shot and. they just missed him just you know over his head I mean he might have scored on the play actually so it actually could have been a much bigger day for Des Fitzpatrick but uh he had that how about that exceptional catch he had where he uh down the boundary on that go where he skied over the corner and kind of held it up above his head that was a really really nice catch so uh yeah Des Fitzpatrick is an interesting prospect who moves a little bit like Justin Jefferson he's got some of those similar movement 
patterns and skills that you'll see out of Justin Jefferson, same kind of twitch, a little bit of the same body type too. Um, excited to see where he winds up, but certainly somebody to keep your eye on in your rookie drafts. I think you could probably get him in, in the fourth round, maybe the fifth round, something like that. Um, and uh, I, I could see him, I could definitely see him as a guy who who has a nice career in the NFL and, and, and sticks around. Um, let's talk some Amari Rogers, Pat. So he had the touchdown, the two-point conversion. I thought he showed what he did in the one-on-ones and in his film was the fact that he could make contested catches, catches through traffic and hold on to the football. And overall, just has a nose to make plays and a nose for the goal line. Yeah, he looked kind of as advertised. He's a he's a very uh, just a, a player that's going to go out there and give you consistent production. I think he like he had a really nice catch in the end zone for a touchdown. Uh, kind of got drilled as soon as he caught it. It was a really nice throw, honestly, between two guys, and he just made the catch and and took the hit and and uh, held on to it. And he looked he looked very good. Kind of looked as we had thought. Like I said, he just looks like a player who's going to give you consistent production. May never be a fantasy superstar, but I think he's going to be a guy that is uh, is a, a guy like a, a you're going to be really happy to have him on your team. You know, as in an NFL team. All right, so the guy that I think out of out well out of those players that had a really good day, and I think has a chance to get drafted the highest out of those four players is Shy Smith. I think Shy Smith could be a third round draft pick. Um, could wind up, you know, a day two guy. Um, he just really, I just love the way he moves out of the slot. He is a slot guy, but he's smooth. He's quick in and out of his cuts. Um, has a really just good feel for the field and looks like a football player. I love what he did on Saturday. Three catches, 57 yards. He had that really nice diving catch across the middle where he was going to the ground. They kind of took a look at it. He secured it, rolled. Uh, really nice catch there. Um, again, just just a really has a chance to be a very, very good player out of the slot. And, and I like where I, I like Shy Smith's uh, ceiling at the next level. Again, I don't know if he's a guy that's going to be a star, um, but I, I do think he's going to be damn good. And uh, I would I would try to get your hands on Shy Smith if you can in your rookie drafts. Yeah, he looked good. Um, I, I really liked his uh, that he had that catch across the middle that he, he uh, had took and took and ran with, broke a tag or kind of jumped over a guy. I uh, I like his yards after the catch ability. He looks like a playmaker. You know, another guy out of uh, out of South Carolina that is looking good. So I'll be really interested to see where he goes in drafts. Okay, um, so Des Fitzpatrick, Amari Rogers, Michael Carter, Shy Smith all had big days. Uh, Pat, who do you want to talk about next? Because we had a, you know several other guys, um, you know who who showed up in the stat sheet. Cornell Powell two for forty two. Josh Palmer two for twenty seven and had that touchdown on that slant. Uh, Quentin Morris, the tight end of Bowling Green, three catches, fifty seven yards. Um, we haven't had a chance yet to take a look into the tight end group. It's not a particularly super strong one outside of the top. I don't think the top couple guys. I mean, we know about Fryermuth and Pitts and maybe Brevin Jordan. Not sure where it goes beyond that. It's you know typically a uh, tight ends are tough to to be really really deep, um, but I thought some of the tight ends played pretty well in this game. Uh, maybe you can help me out. Who was the kid who had the really nice touchdown catch? The tight end that down the seam that that fell back. Maybe you can find. I can't remember. Yeah, it's a uh, Kenny Yaboa. Yaboa. It's like it's Y E B O A H. Um, he, he's, uh, what he's out of old Miss. Yeah. He, he looks like a big guy that you can kind of, 
go up and get it like he did. Uh, it was a very nice catch, and, you know, he'll be a guy to kind of keep an eye on. All right, who do you think had the best day out of these guys? Um, did you? I don't know if you wanted to talk. We talked a lot about Cornell Powell on Friday. I, I still think that he is – he didn't have a big game here, but he did have the two for 42. Um, what about those four guys that I mentioned already? Who was your favorite watching? Was it Michael Carter? Yeah, Michael Carter's got probably my highest – rated guy there i mean i, I don't want to i also think we should mention Demetric felton who looks still looked pretty good out of the out of the backfield or really uh, out of, at wide receiver i'm not sure what he's going to be in the nfl or people are going to use him um as a pure gadget guy or if he'll stick at the wide receiver position i think it was very smart of him to play wide receiver at the senior bowl because he's a uh, very undersized for a running back but uh he looked good and, and he's going to be a really interesting guy to watch as this draft uh, process plays out all right, who uh, who from this group that we talked about? Who do you need to get on your fantasy team? Who do you who would you advise fantasy owners to uh, to really target in their rookie drafts? I, st- I think uh, I think you're going to like this one. I think it's Shy Smith. I think that's your guy you're going to want to go after. If it's if it's you know you're including some other guys, you'd definitely be looking at Tylen Wallace as a guy I like a lot. Um, he didn't play, but you know definitely watch him. He answered some questions I had about him in the. Uh, one-on-ones whenever we watched him. So that's another guy I really want to be targeting. Yeah, and just to be clear from our pod, our preview podcast that we did, uh, Tylen Wallace and Kadarius Toney are our top two guys, I think, from from this group. Um, we mentioned Nico Collins as being the guy you have to go get, and we were talking after the podcast. You said, well, do you think people might be confused that you, you think that Nico Collins is like the best guy here? No, that's not true. We just didn't get to see... Kadarius Tony and and Tylen Wallace didn't do anything basically. They didn't play. They weren't in the game, um, so we just kind of left them out. And we're also we also have them a little bit a tier above. Those are guys that we expect to go in the first or early second round, early to mid second round of your rookie drafts. So we kind of left them out. But these are a little bit more of your diamond in the rough guys. Nico Collins is even more of a little bit diamond in the rough. Now he could be a second round pick which could, you know, really shoot up, uh, you know, his value as it, you know, as it pertains to uh, Dynasty. Um, but overall, a lot of these guys, we're trying to find that guy who, okay, you draft him in the third or fourth round, and then he turns into a value piece for him. It's kind of like I'm hoping Van Jefferson does for me this year. You know, we're all hoping to get those guys in the third round, third, fourth round of our rookie drafts that uh, th- that can really stick and be, um, you know, be key pieces to uh to building a really good dynasty roster well i think did you have anything else you wanted to talk about those were the big guys that i was really impressed with uh des impressed with michael carter shy smith um amari rogers those were kind of my big four anything else from this game i mean really the biggest thing i'm getting out of this game is that this year's draft is going to be very very deep I think third and fourth round picks in rookie drafts, especially your third round picks, are going to be very valuable. Already, we already knew that second round picks, even are going to, you're going to get some really good guys there. But even going into the third and even early fourth round, I think there's going to be plenty of good guys to take. Guys like Nico Collins, guys like Amari Rogers, guys like uh, Josh Palmer. You know, guys with upside, even like Frank Darby. Um, I think there's, especially this wide receiver class, there's just going to be a lot of guys out there. It's going to be interesting to see how the NFL likes these guys and uh, where they get drafted. That's going to really try to shake up the board. But, man, I'm, I'm having a hard time 
ranking these guys, even after watching a lot of them over the past week. Um, there's just so much there to offer. Yeah, there is a lot to offer, and I'm excited for the NFL draft, excited for our rookie draft. It's very deep, and there's a lot of promise. So next year, we hope to be at this game. Hopefully, we'll be down in Mobile for the Senior Bowl. That's our game plan. We would love to get a, an eye on some guys live rather than just on TV, which would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, you know, everything goes not too slow with our vaccine rollout, and we can actually get there in 2022. But that is the plan, so... Um, well, thanks again, everybody, for listening in to Pad the Stats, and thanks for listening to our Senior Bowl recap. We'll be hitting our wide receivers coming up for releasing our first uh, wide receiver preview episode uh, this week. So, so check that out, and we'll be hitting all of the guys heading up, leading into the NFL draft uh, at at the key positions: wide receiver, running back, tight end, and quarterback. So, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.